fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo! has the football. Yeah. Coffin now. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, yeah. the drought is over. It is no fluke. It is a fact. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. Welcome back. Does that sound clean on the new mic? Man, it sounds pretty good on the new mic. Yeah? Yeah. No, I like it, yeah. So it is another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. As you can see, we are missing our third partner in crime, who's actually taking care of something crime. like that. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. Um, but uh, as always, I am Aaron Smith, joined by Ed Mayhall, uh, the, the co-founder of this little thing we call Pardon the Punctuation. Um, I, I want to get started because I was, I was listening to that intro. And I'm just thinking to myself, two of the three people in that intro, I got to talk to on. Oh, on you were talking about that on huh? Friday. I got to talk to both of them on Friday. Um, so you got to take in as much as you could of Subathon that Chad and I, I hosted on Friday. Yeah. What was that like as a fan? Because I know what it was like sitting in the uh, the, the passenger seat. But what was it like in the backseat, like as a fan, just kind of watching this this whole thing take place? Well, I have to say I was excited like all week because, you know, normally during the week I listen to Pat McAfee show and, you know, yeah. live from noon to 3, 3.30, something like that, whatever he decides to stop. And he was off all week. Right. He was and on vacation. So, yeah, he was on vacation. So all week I'm like, dang, I got nothing to listen to at my desk. Like, this is boring. You know, I usually have something going on the little screen. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I can't wait till Friday. These guys are going to be live. This is going to be fun. Uh, I wasn't sure of the guests. Like, I knew you guys were going to have Luke, and I knew you were going to have, uh, I think I think you had already said you are going to have Kashmir. Uh, I think Wes was a last-minute ad after the it game. Was, the other, the other yeah, we had, we had to wait and see if, if they won or not. Yeah, and I knew you guys were going to have some of, the, you know, some of the other guys. I'm like, man, this is going to be fun. And then I also got excited because I've never – you know, I've heard about these stream, these, you know, subathons that yeah. people do on Twitch and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I've always wanted to check one out, but never got to. So this was you guys doing it. Um, and then you sent me a link to join in. So I was even more excited, but th that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, but it was actually really entertaining. Like, I was wondering how you guys were going to do that, you know, with with all that time to kill. And, you know, at the time, you know, when we talked last Tuesday, I think you guys only had like four maybe five people yeah. lined up and I mean, 12 hours with only five people. That means you have another seven hours. You have to figure out. Oh, and we went 15. We, yeah, we went. Yeah. Yeah. We did go 15. Um, but I mean, just right off the bat, right. You guys shot it off with Dan Horde. Dan Horde's always a good interview. Mm -hmm. um, you know, then right after Dan was uh, Mo, Mo, mm -hmm. and of course, Mo's always hilarious. Um, I mean, and then, and then you came out with the, uh, with uh, uh, Luke on the beach with the palm trees in the background and Brady yelling at the top of his lungs. 
because he was probably dominating somebody in some sport or saw somebody run really fast. I think he was doing pool, like pool volleyball or something like that. I think that's what Luke said, but that seems about right for Brady. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, it was just a blast. And then something I didn't expect to happen, you know, in the evening, and I'm sure, um, but uh, when we all of a sudden just, when you all of a sudden just grab some other folks who had been listening to the stream all day mm-hmm. and, uh, and we all just start talking, you know, like yeah. that was a good time, you know, talking about how some people became fans of the Bearcat Journal, how some people became fans of the Bearcats, uh, you know, where people are throughout the country country yeah country yeah um who watched the bearcats who listened to the bearcat journal who listened to the bcj well the, and the, the three that the were on with us the three that were on with us uh tonk and um um uh, marcus and and bob were in three different parts of the country absolutely um, yeah uh marcus texas. was marcus was in atlanta and tonk was in texas yeah it was that was really cool and there were oh, three and, different generations yeah of bearcats and not to mention the sponsors you guys brought on, right? You brought on, yeah. um, you know, first was uh, 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 Galactic Chicken, and then you had um, Galactic Fried Chicken, Galactic Fried Chicken, and then you had, which made me hungry, by the way. Um, and then you had on, um, I can't think of his first name, but his last name, Jim, Maring, Maring, Jimmy, Lee? Jimmy Mooring, yeah, Mooring, uh, from, from Holy Grail, Holy Grail, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having uh, the guy from Danco Transmissions. I keep wanting to call him Dan, but I don't think his name is Dan. Danco Joe. Danco Joe from Danco Transmissions on, and that guy's just a fan. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? He had his Steve Logan jersey up and everything like that. But uh, and it was a blast. And not to mention having some former players on, Cash, like and, Lenny, Cash and Lenny, Jimmy Smith. And I I miss Jimmy's. I'm waiting for Chad to uh, cut that one up and throw it out there. Well, I guess it's in the uh, eleven yeah, hours. I could go watch that. Twelve hours, eleven yeah. fifty-five. Yeah, it's in there. And then. Uh, you know, I enjoyed hopping in every once in a while when you guys weren't expecting it. <laughs> you know, with my best, uh, my best Luke Frickle. Well, you forgot to mention Wes did come in um, somewhere in the middle there, but yeah, as Wes he was, did come in as he? he was as he was at a coffee shop in Philly going to visit a commit. So I caught the very beginning of the Wes interview, uh, and then I took the kids out to dinner. And my favorite part was you asking your first question and him saying, "Well, it sounds like you're a writer trying to rile people up." And I said, "Oh, poor Aaron. He couldn't well, wait I mean, for this West interview." But I, that's my—that that was my job. I, I was supposed to write, but it, I thought it was a must-win. And he went on to say that he thinks every game's a must-win. So yeah, I mean, I, I think there was there was a little tongue-in-cheek, but yeah, I mean, he's got a job to do. He's not going to come out and say, "No, this was definitely a must-win," right? Because he has to say that's. I mean, it's kind of coach talk that they're all must-wins as well. They should be. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I had a, I had a blast watching. Uh, I got to join in for the last was it two hours at the end of the night. Yeah. Well, um, until you couldn't do it anymore. I had to drive out to Hebron, dude, and I was yeah. tired. We kept going, but well, yeah. you, had, you went off like another half hour after I signed off, right? Yeah. I signed well, off we like, we had 30? to get we had to get to a thousand, and we got to a thousand. Yeah, I so think it's had like four left when I signed off. It was a really cool experience, though. So, um, my back is finally starting to feel a little bit better today. Yeah, bad uh, choice of chairs. A stool? That's what I have. Again, like the desk that I have is elevated. So like when I'm standing, it comes up to, I don't know, above my waist. So I don't know I, if that was still the right choice. The stools came with. What am I going to do? Just go out and buy a new piece of furniture at that tiny apartment I have? Possibly. No, 
get out of here, clown. Just joking. So that's uh yeah, it was it was a hell of a ride, a lot of fun. Um, who would have thought that when we started this adventure as part of the punctuation, you and I, uh what five, almost five years ago now? Five years uh in March. A couple April, weeks, yeah. April. No, it was, it was March because it was March Madness. Yeah, and it was right, right before after the Nevada game. Right? <laughs> that was like our third episode. I'm gonna play the sad music. Um, but yeah, we uh we've come a long way to where you know we're we're doing things like that with both head coaches on one of our shows. Like we're we're we continue to grow, we continue to uh I think impress one another and ourselves. And uh it's been quite the ride from going <laughs> two dudes in a room with a microphone to where I'm two and a half hours away and can still do the show with you. And it was caught. We, I mean, we started down here in the corner right here, actually. I this don't know right here. Did we, when our first episode, did we even have two microphones or were we sharing a mic? Cause I think we were sharing a mic. Uh, I think I brought two microphones, but I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have all the software to do, uh, two mics on the computer. So we did share mic the first one. That is true. By the second so, one, we were good. So it's again, it's, it's been quite the ride except for our first interview when I screwed that up and, uh, we had a talk in one mic and I eventually just said, you interview them and I'll listen over here with, uh, what Lindsay Patterson. I think it was the one with, uh, um, FC Cincinnati, uh, Max, Max Ellerby. Yeah. Was that before her? Yes. Well, uh, like I said, just just cool to see where we've come in half a decade. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It really is. And I mean, shout out to everybody who's listening, their support. Uh, you know, shout out to Jeff joining on with us. Yeah. Uh, you know, Clay. Um, Chad. You know, Chad. You know, believing in us and putting us under the network and all that. So yeah, it's been it's been fun. And that, I, I almost felt like I wanted to do a, a subathon for PTP, but I, I'll I'll let you get about six months of rest before that happens. I, I also don't know that we would be able to quite book the same level guests for PTP. I don't know that we need to, man. We can just bring the fans on. Bring on Brent. Sure. How about Brent calling in from work? He does that. Not the first time I've done a podcast with him while he's been at work. With those glasses and everything. You guys are just getting to see it for the first time because we've been doing the YouTube stuff now for a couple months, but oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. We've definitely potted with him while he's been at work before. That's um, true. Big news of the day today, though, before we get into what happened since the last time we recorded uh, big news of the day, Luke fickle extends that contract out. Uh, we already knew it had already been announced by Justin, but it is officially in ink. It was voted on unanimously. Might I add by the, uh, by the board today an extension of two years he's through 2028 uh bumps his pay up to a little over five million a year i believe uh did you read some of the stipulations no some of those bonuses i'm pulling up right now uh uh, justin tweeted them earlier so performance bonuses looks like the highest two are two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that is to make it to a new year six bowl or college football playoff appearance Okay. And another 250000 if he wins a national championship. 
So up to a half a million in bonuses are attainable in any given year or just once? I'd imagine any given year. In each year of the term, the maximum amount of performance compensation coach may receive is $775,000. So that's more than half a million. That's bananas. That is bananas. I mean, he has other things in here. Um, a bowl appearance for any other bowl game that's not a New Year's Six, that's 75000 uh, top 25 finish is 50,000 conference championship, 50,000. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, regular season championship, 50,000 conference championship, 50,000. A bowl win is 25,000. Uh, conference coach of the year, 25,000. 10 regular season wins, 30. 11 regular season wins, 40. And 12 regular season wins, 50,000. I love Luke Fickle. I'm here for it. Well, and I like what came out too. I think it was uh, Cunningham was quoted basically saying something along the lines of, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but just that we know what it takes to keep somebody of big 12 caliber here. And that was the motivation behind the extension and the bump in pay, which I believe puts him at somewhere around the top 25 paid coach in the country, puts him uh, behind just a couple of guys in the big 12 as it currently stands. And once Oklahoma and Texas are gone, I'd imagine he'd be right up there at the, at the top. If I'm not, I would mistaken. imagine. Yeah. Or, or, or close to it, if not top three, it, uh, it, it's just well-earned, well-deserved. And for all of those who continue to say every time a job's open, that Luke's leaving little old Cincinnati. Well, he can't. What, what because do, they also show the termination payouts. Oh, what is that? Um, so termination by university uh, before January 1st. Well, that's, 20, if, that's if the university fires. Him. Okay, so termination of uh, date of termination by coach. So before January 1st, 2021, uh, $4 million. Um, And then that goes down by 500000 all the way up till. Uh, January 1st, 2026, in which he had to pay uh, 1.5 million. That's not that's not crazy for these other teams if they did want to buy him out. It's not, but if you look at the termination, what he would get by the university. So if they terminate him, well, that says before during 21. Ed. Oh, because they gave him this contract before the season ended, right? Yes. Okay, so let's just look at if he if he gets terminated, which he won't, right? Before January first, twenty twenty two, the university has to pay him twenty million dollars, twenty point four million dollars. If who terminates? If the university terminates him, that knocking, you're you're doing your your leg thing again. Oh, how was that coming through the mic? Because your mic is attached to the table. But the table, I'm not touching the table. I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. That's weird. All right. So, in any case, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere, especially with how much he's pushed to, A, get his payers played, B, put the staff together, C, get these recruits here, because they continue to make these offers to four stars. Um, it, it's, it's going to be exciting to see what this staff, what this school is capable of doing in the next six years. It's going to be crazy, and it's going to be exciting to watch. I just hope that we're done now, at With least the, for a, a little while, 
Every time somebody leaves a university, can we please stop saying that Luke is going? And like, even if somebody leaves, like if if uh, David Bell gets fired tomorrow, can we not say that Luke Fickle is going to go be the the general manager of or the you know the manager of the Reds? They're not they're not firing anybody because they still to, say for fun. The Reds are going to have to pay them if they fire anybody. And and Johnny Thin Wallet over that that's a different story for a different day. Ugh. Although I would be okay, I would be well. If if uh, Coach Taylor for the Bengals starts to suck, I would be okay if Luke left UC for the Bengals. All right. Well, don't see that ever happening. But I'm just saying that's the only time I would be okay with it. I would I would not be okay with that. Not not at this time. I'm just saying ever. I'm not saying now. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, happy happy that he got things taken care of there. He's the best coach. I, I think that it's fair to say at this point, uh, the best coach that Cincinnati has ever had. I think it's probably fair to say. And they now have him locked up. He's not going anywhere. I, and I don't know, just the way that he handled even the extension. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> uh, on, the way, Chad. The way that he handled the extension. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed. Um, Chad, I, I don't expect Chad to hop in. I, I did send him a link for tonight, but I don't expect him to hop in as his voice has to make it for uh, if he he's was still, on, Yeah, he's still he, filling in for Mo, right? Right. So yeah. he's, he's got to make it a couple more days this week. So not to mention he's got another podcast tomorrow night. So uh, Chad's not going to talk for the next week after this. I mean, that's not true. He's not going on vacation. He still has two podcasts. He's got to be a part of next week, unless he <laughs> develops laryngitis. And even then, I, I expect him to try and battle through it. If that were the case, but you're right. He has to keep working to get those squishmallows. I, I still don't understand any of that. You didn't see. It's just like a giant pillow, man. It, it's just like like. Um, Why are we paying seventy dollars for for pillows? That's a good point. But it's just like Dave was saying. It's just like having his little wrestling buddies back in the day. Um, it reminded me of Beanie Babies, but bigger. By the way, I do have, and I said it on Friday night, but I do have a bag full of Beanie Babies over there in that room. Two Princess Diana ones, so I'm pretty sure I have. A, I'm a millionaire. All right. Um. So that was the big news of the day today. Outside of that, Ed, we do have to get to the recent games by the Bearcats. Okay, we can try. <laughs> what does that even mean? So I mean, since, since the last time that we recorded, Tuesday night, the, the Bearcats took on Wichita State on Thursday after they mm-hmm. lost to Memphis. They did win, and they, they looked pretty good doing it. Uh, they won 85-76 to 76 on Thursday, and then on Sunday, they <laughs> took on the Temple Owls at Fifth Third Arena, third straight home game, and they lost 71-75, 75-71, however you want to say it, whatever. Uh, they lost to Temple. Um, that was, that one hurt. Yeah, it hurt, especially after Temple's two starters fouled out with like 10 minutes left. Well, we'll we start making that run back, but it hurt. We'll, we'll break down that game in a moment, but first Wichita state, what were your thoughts watching? Cause I know you watch Wichita state. 
Yeah. So what what were your thoughts watching that game as the the shockers of Wichita came in? Uh, that one was a good game. Like it was a, it was a game that I expected to win. Um, you know they they played strong in that one. There was a lot of no. There wasn't a lot of mistakes being made in that game. I mean, there was a few, but um, not like we had seen, you know, the week before um, against against Memphis uh, or the game before against Memphis. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was a good game. What a breakdown by Ed. Thanks. I didn't know we were going straight into that. So, well, so. Sure, there were some mistakes made. Yeah, I mean, David DeJulius had 17. Mike Adams Woods had 15. John Newman had 13. Um, Adu yeah. had a good game that game, right? He did. Yeah. That was that was the game in which the student section really embraced Abdul Adu for the first time all year where they were kind of doing the do chants, uh, much in the same way that uh, they would do Mamadou chance um anytime he was making big plays um he ended up having uh four blocks in that game uh only one turnover he he did have a steal as well um he had some big rebounds and some big moments uh that was towards the end if i remember as well um he ended up with six points in that one so i i don't recall yeah he Um, played hard that game i i I do remember that from the game he played he played hard in that game i was excited to see it because as a as a fan, I get my hopes up. Like, ah, oh, yes, this is the turning. This is the turning. The big mans are coming out finally. And then you know, and then Sunday happened. Sunday happened. <laughs> uh, but Odie had a good game that game as well. I mean, between Odie and Adu and Hayden Koval, you had fourteen points. Which yep. it's been a little while since we had that kind of productivity out of the five spot. Um, as Odie's been playing a lot more five than he has four. Um, over the course of the last several games, of course, you did have a do out in the Memphis game. And so that's been imperative for Odie to be running at the five spot with, uh, with, with some of that going on. Uh, and Jeremiah Vic- Davenport was 50% from the threes. Every time Jeremiah Davenport shoots up a three, I just get scared for the rest of the game. And what, which are all oh, you're still talking about making sure you're still talking about Wichita. Right. Yeah. I'm still talking about Wichita. Um, Vic's numbers have been limited as he's been working through some nagging injuries that have been kind of hitting him most of the season, uh, since early, early on. Um, but they were, they were doing everything right. They were making the extra passes. They were finding the open guys. If DeJulius was making a drive, he was finding the guy open. Um, Correct. it could have been a game where Cincinnati fell on its ass we're being honest yes. because with, with, you know, Odie being, uh, or a do, I'm sorry, being, being a bit dinged up, uh, Udezi, Morris, Udezi, the, the center for Wichita, he's a force. Yeah. And they, instead he have, he had, a uh, 13 points. Yeah. And seven rebounds. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a dude. Um, also Tyson. Ricky council coming every, off, coming uh, off the bench was 17, but every time they would say his name, I kept thinking councilman Barnett. That's, uh, that's weird. I just kept going. Oh, ice councilman Barnett in the game. Weird. That's, that's special. I know you guys, 
You guys have a bromance, I think. No, I don't think so. I just every time <laughs> council, councilman. I don't know. Haven't taken the meds in a in a couple days, so <laughs> I got an appointment next week to get a refill. Unreal. Um, but yeah, that dude comes off the bench. Uh, he's had 30 off the bench for them this year. Um, that R- Ricky Council is going to be a force. I'm I'm not gonna be terribly upset if next season's the last season we have to deal with him. Um I also yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he finds his way out of Wichita if they're either not going to start him or with the teams that do move on from the American. Uh, the the American's going to be in a, in a different place in a couple it's, of years. It's going to be real different. So we'll see. Everything we'll see okay? What, yeah. Oh, I heard beeping. I thought it was a fire alarm. Oh, no, I, I think someone's microwaving something. Okay. I'm not used to having a microphone this good. So <laughs> this this was a this was a Valentine's Day present. So we're oh happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, uh, Chad was telling me that you can hear the uh, the fish tank in the background a little bit. I do hear it now. Yes. Yep. So yep. just just a little bit of ambient noise for you there. Is that the Yeti or is that the, or is that the Nano or just regular Yeti? Um, where did the box go? This is the uh, the Yeti. Um, the regular one. All right. Yeah. The pre- premium multi-pattern USB mic. Yeah. Omni and cardinoid. Um, but I got the I got the black one. Well, mine's black too. The... Yeah. Yeah. We're back to having the same mic. This is good times. Nice. This is good times. Um, and I think Chad has the same one as well. Yes, he does. Yes. Um, which which setting do you have your uh, your bottom dial, the pattern? Uh, card. I don't. Card cardo cardioid cardi. I'm not a, a tech guy. Uh, card. Mine's the third one. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, it you is. have three settings. I have two. I have, Omni oh, I have four. Oh, all right then. Yeah, there's like two circles interlaced. There's a circle. There's an upside down heart or maybe a butt. I'm not really sure. <laughs> and then there's an eight. I went with the butt. I think that's the correct one, actually. I think it's card. That's that's one Chad advised me to go with. He, yes. That was where he felt my voice sounded the best. Good call, Chad. Good call. Um. So yeah, Wichita. You know, happy to get out of that one with a win. Uh, the Bearcats, they shot really, really well. When you shoot over fifty percent for the for the game, fifty one percent, almost fifty two percent in the first half, and you bump that up to almost fifty seven percent in the second half, you're going to win games. You went. 58% almost 58% from the uh from behind the arc uh and that's it's going to win you some games yeah and then Cincinnati played Temple yeah that's not good so i went to that game thank you for the tickets got to take the family yeah, um, how, how was that by the way cuz that was the first time i didn't realize that was the first time you'd been able to take the entire family, family. yeah because last year, well, not last year, right before the pandemic hit, 2020, around this same time, uh, you had an extra ticket, and I took Parker. Um, and so we took the whole family this time. Uh, definitely showed up late. Definitely didn't get in there until 
10 minutes into the first half. Um, and they were already down. Um, but um, they were excited to be in the arena the whole time, the whole time driving down there. I get Bryce's, I get to see Mikey Saunders. I get to see Mikey Saunders. So he was excited about that. Uh, Parker wore the uh, throwback uh, Jason Maxiel jersey that I nice. bought him last year. Yeah, I was excited about that. Um, so, I mean, they were excited to go. Um, I completely forgot where your seats were because it's been about two years since I've been there. I mean, I knew it was over in that corner, but I forgot how to get there. We when entered was, in. When was the last time Michelle had been to a game? Uh, when we went and we had the floor seats. So Memphis pre-COVID. Yeah, Memphis 2019. That's a long time. Um, I accidentally entered in um, on the first floor uh, where the where the locker room is. So I had to walk up a bunch of flights of stairs. That's when I got lost. I was like, I don't know where I'm at now. I thought after I flew, walked up one flight of stairs, I was on the, I thought I was on our, our level, but I wasn't I was on the main level. Um, but anyways, as soon as we sat down, uh, Bryce kept asking where Mikey Saunders was. Of course, he was sitting on the bench. Um, councilman left because he said my kids are crazy. Um, but turns out it was just not because of my kids. It's probably because the game itself oh he left like right as soon as we got there oh i think he just moved down um it was I, it was a lot more there was a lot more people there than i thought were gonna be that i thought was gonna be there for a sunday afternoon okay um uh, which was a, a nice afternoon um so i thought there'd be some people out you know just enjoying the nice afternoon um, but a lot of fans there so that was good um but you know the play in the court not not so much not so much so uh your your volume's doing some weird things here. Um, it keeps fading, real real low. Uh, just heads up on that. Um, I don't know. Fixed it. All right, cool. Um, it's but it's only sporadic. Um, Especially with the gate. In any case, it's uh, it it was it was a rough one as it seemed Temple. Anytime there was a loose ball, it ended up in their hands. Every time there was a loose ball, it ended up in Temple's hands. It seemed like a lot of calls were going to Temple's way. Um, I wasn't, I'm not trying to be that, uh, you know, blame the refs person. Um, I said a, this last week too. Not in that one. There wasn't a blame the refs person. Uh, the refs could have called some fouls on Temple. Like there are some points where we were getting elbows thrown at us and some calls could have been made on Temple. From being inside the arena, UC shot thirty four percent at the yeah, end of the they, day. Yeah, horrible at shooting. Yes, absolutely. They shot twenty five percent on their layups for the day. They shot twenty five percent from three for the day. It was not a good day for the Bearcats. No, and you know it's not. It's I don't think it was coincidence that a lot of those loose balls end up in Temple's hands. As Chad and I talk about on the nightcap frequently, unfortunately, this UC team lacks length. They they don't have the guys that are, you know, your your 6 7 7 foot wingspan guys. Right. So, who are the two headliner guys for next season in Dan Skillings and Josh Reed? How about that dunk Skillings had this weekend? It was a nice dunk. It was a nice dunk. But both those dudes are six, seven, seven foot guys. 
Yeah. What is their arm span? Over over seven foot. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like there's there's six seven. They're they're each six seven and they both have seven foot over seven foot wingspans. Okay. Sorry. I thought you Yeah. Yeah. No. No, they're neither of them are over seven foot. Okay. Uh, Sage is the only one who's over seven foot. Sage. Sage Tolentino. Um, but yeah, I mean they're Some obviously good words about him and his coach from West Miller during the uh, subathon as well. Yeah, I mean he's he's working at he he had an, an injury that he was coming off of, and he's been improving steadily throughout the season. So those are things you like to see. Yeah, uh, as we all know, he he's very he's very skinny in his frame, and he's he's going to need to get right with with Rayfelt and and work in the monster factory and and put some weight on, uh, much in the same way that that both Skillings and Reed are going to have to as well. But these are the type of guys you're seeing. What what does this team currently lack? This team currently lacks length. So what we're in in all three of these these gentlemen, these these young bucks, they all have they all have length, and that's you know that's that's what you like That'd to see. To have. You know, as as much as as much as people want to dog on on West Miller because we've all seen it on social media. Oh my goodness. Whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Twitter, any of that, we've, we've seen plenty of, of the, does he know what he's doing or, which is hilarious, especially some of these people who it's coming from. Like, why are we still seeing that? Like, again, if we have to, it, it seems like we have to remind people every week, this man had 30 days, three, zero, and by the way, that 30 days was after the initial wave of, of um, transfer portal people. Mm-hmm. So he really didn't even have a good choice out of the transfer portal. He had 30 days to get a team together. I think the best way that you can kind of compare this to for, for Cincinnati fans to really get it is when the Bengals hired Zach Taylor. You're, you're knocking again. Yeah, that, uh, that was me. Yeah. When, when the Bengals hired Zach Taylor, they hired him after the Super Bowl when everybody else already had their guy in tow. Yeah. And they had to wait until the Super Bowl was over in order to get him. And then he got a, a pick of whatever guys were left to put his staff together. Yeah. This is kind of like that. Yeah. Where the, the wave was already over. He didn't have a chance to really recruit because that was over as well. So, so he, he had, had to rely try on guys that he no, already coached before. He had he had to recruit his own players well, to that's stay. <laughs> he went down to Indy like right after his introduction. Right. He, had, he had to, to go talk to Mikey, right? Yeah. He had he had to talk to Mikey. He had to talk to I'm sure he had to talk to DeJulius. I'm sure he had to talk to Davenport. I'm sure he had to talk to um but we already know he had to talk he had to talk to Mace. Like he had to, he had to keep these guys here. He had talked he I'm sure he tried to talk to Eason. Tari. Sure, I mean, sure, but when we when all LSU, know that, yeah. When LSU's when LSU, LSU comes dropping a bag, right? Yeah, they they made a strong offer. Yeah, you don't you don't yeah. one of those one of those strong ass offers. So um, this is one of those likeness deals. Okay, yeah, we'll bring you on. Yeah, uh, at least nobody was dancing on a platform with him. Oh, God. Awkward. We should have put that in the contract, by the way. No dancing on 360 camera platforms. You don't have to put that in the contract, Dad. That's Good, the, just, that's the beauty of Luke Fickle. Is so he's gonna build one in the barn. You don't need wouldn't be for him. For the kids. Wouldn't be for him. 
So I don't know. I mean, all considering, if you go back and look at the improvement records that the previous regime had, that Mick had, even that Bob Huggins had, even that Andy Kennedy had, yeah, none of them had a better improvement from the year prior than West Miller currently does, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure why we're saying easy tiger, but no, you're right. And I, I know last year when I was still de- defending the previous regime, I went and did uh, like an, like a, a comparison. Uh, I might have to do it again just to see if I can shut some people up on Twitter. And, and I mean, yeah, with all due respect, um, but it's just, I, I don't know why Wes is not the, I even somebody compared him to the reds. I don't want to be, they said something like, I don't want the Reds to be, or the Bearcats to be like that. Oh, the Reds are rebuilding, or they're rebuilding, just like the Reds, we say about the Reds every year. But I don't think Wes Miller is that guy. Like, we've seen the passion that he has on the court, on the court uh, when he's losing. He's not that guy. He doesn't want to lose. So he's not going to, he's not going to be complacent with mediocrity, uh, mediocrity. Damn. Mediocrity. Um, Mediocrity. So I'm trying to use big words because Jeff's not here tonight. Shouldn't okay. do it. It's okay. Um, I know you couldn't spell it. He's not going to be complacent. All right, is what I'm trying Good to say. Good job. So proud of you. Thank you. Uh, he's going to go out there and he's going to get those guys, and he's going to have a chance at getting a shot at guys in the first day of the transfer portal this year. He's going to have a. Ch- he's he he's been actually recruiting guys now for his team, not for UNC Greensboro, but for his team here in Cincinnati. Um, you know, we saw it. He was, you know, when he called into the subathon, he was in Philly going to watch Skillings play. Like right after a, a win, he was on a plane headed out to Philly. And then, you know, that's obviously on a Saturday or a Friday. Why home Saturday? Get ready for a game on Sunday. This guy is nonstop working. Uh, you know, he's married to the game. He doesn't have a wife anymore. And he's not going to let this team slip into some sort of, lackluster team i mean he's not i don't i don't see that coming from him yeah no uh to clarify i did mean it if they ever built a platform it would strictly be for the kids just want to want to put that out there i was not insinuating anything else um but (laughs) goodness um (laughs) that said um no I'm, i'm with you on west like west west loves I truly believe him when he says that he looks at this as a huge opportunity to be with a school with a rich history and that I I think that he is 1000% dedicated to building this team back up to where it's heralded again as a school that you want to be at. How can you look right at the other end of the Lindner Center and not not want to have that level of success? Tell me he doesn't want to be Luke Fickle. Tell me he doesn't want to walk around the campus with the, you know, people like, you know, throwing rose petals at his feet when he's going, you know, to Starbucks. You know what I mean? He wants that. And, and, and I I know people, well, I know people still try to bring up like, these still aren't the Huggins days. When are we going to stop that? That was, how old are we? 30? Okay. Well, I'll be 38 next week and you'll still be 37. I'll be 38 in June. Okay. But I mean, that was, that happened in, 2005 2004 it's been a long time 
almost 20 years. Let's get over it. And we're still talking about it. I mean, I was a big, I was the biggest Hugs fan, right? I mean, I went to Hugs Inn just hoping to see him there. You know, the old restaurant he used to have. Uh, you know, I, I was a huge Hugs fan, but even I have gotten over that. Even I have said, okay, Huggins is not coming back. All right. He's going to retire at West Virginia. He's at 900 wins now, I think. Um, he's not coming back. And this isn't the same team. This isn't the same basketball that it was same, back then either. It's not the same school. Like, yeah, think about, school either. I mean, think about where we've come from Nancy Zimfer in charge mm-hmm. to where we are now with John Cunningham in charge. That's drastically different. Way different. Uh, you also have the success of the football program, as we've already discussed. Yeah. And yeah, basketball is not even played the same anymore. Uh, matter of fact, I wanted to bring it up on the subathon. Do you remember? And I think you were there. Um, like we were trying to figure out something to do one night, and I think I think it was your senior year of high school, because you now it's a year behind you. Um, and I think Ann gave us tickets to a football game, a UC football game, and we went, and it was dead. Like there was nobody there. Michelle says she remembers it. I don't remember if you were there or not. I don't recall. Okay. Maybe it's just me, Paul, and Tony then. But we went, and it was dead. This isn't the same. No. And that was 2002. This isn't the same. Like, when Huggins was there, it's not the same. Well, I mean, we were strictly a basketball school at that point. Exactly. When you bought UC basketball tickets, you got football tickets. I mean, I graduated 2002. You graduated 2003. And 2004 was when this team was really looked at as – Oh, you know, that was when, when Brian Kelly was there and, and they had that team yeah. going on. Um, after that, obviously, you, you had some, some different regimes with, with Butch Davis and with... Uh, Butch Davis, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> or I'm sorry, not Butch Davis, Butch Jones. Butch, Butch Davis. Still a name I haven't heard in a while. Either one. <laughs> Butch Davis was never here, I take that back. Um but yeah, you had some some different regimes that, that came through here. I'm sorry, Brian Kelly was 2007. It was uh, D'Antonio. I thought it might have been D'Antonio, but I was going to go with it because I didn't know. Feel free to correct. I wasn't 100 percent sure, so I wasn't going to try to connect. Thanks for correct. fact. Thanks for fact checking us, Dad. Does <laughs> he just want to jump in? Because um, he can't talk. He's saving his voice. Man. Well, that was that's the other thing I want to bring up is is at that Wichita game. Uh, Roy Williams was there. Correct. Do you think do you think a man who comes to watch Roy Williams play is gonna just let his team be me- mediocre? No. Well, and I think this is I, I can't believe where we're coming from with this. I can't tell you how nervous I was to ask him if he wanted to share anything. To ask Wes when we had him on the subathon if he wanted to share anything that that they discussed, and he did. He did kind of give us a little bit, a little peek behind the curtain. He's, he did also say that there were some things in private that he didn't want to disclose. Sure. I was impressed he said anything. <laughs> I mean, let's give him let's give him some time. Roy was there for Memphis, not Wichita. Sorry. He was there for Memphis? Stack stat dad over here. I thought that was a Wichita game. No, it was it was Memphis. It was after a loss. So he was he was pissed, but he's, oh, that he makes sense. Yep. even said to Neil on on the subathon, like I was I was pissed. As fans, you should be pissed. You're allowed Neil, to be pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. We were all pissed. I mean, oh, we were mad. 
But I think the other thing that happened, and I've said this before on the pod, is we kind of we we did overachieve early in that tournament when we beat Illinois. Or no, we didn't beat Illinois. Who we beat? It was Illinois. Then we beat Illinois, and then we yes. lost to the other team. Um, Arkansas. And so I think that gives us all this kind of like in the back of our heads, like uh, we're better than this. We could play better than this. But I also well, think I, that was I, I think the game of the year. You can look at it a couple different ways. I mean, Cincinnati's lost some games they shouldn't have lost. Looking at you, Monmouth. Um, yeah. But they've also won some games that they probably shouldn't have won. Um, same goes for any team in the NCAA. Like nobody's really like some crazy hardcore. This team is everything outside of what maybe Kentucky. Kentucky's yeah. really good this year. Um, I mean, there's a handful of teams, but they're not. No one's really like this team's going to be a force of, of all teams. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is going to happen. You're going to have yeah. some fluke wins. You're going to have some fluke losses, and, and that's going to be a thing until this current staff, this current coach gets the guys he wants, gets the guys he needs in place. Yeah. And I don't exp- – this, this might be shocking news to some people. Uh-oh. It's not going to be all better next year. Ba, 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 ba. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Oh, it's not. We're gonna still have band aids in places. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have some pieces in that's gonna make us look a little bit better. But it's not gonna be what we had. He doesn't in the have, last couple of years of Mick Cronin. He doesn't have the the tenure here of the guys that he wants in place yet. He's getting. He's getting there. But it's just simply not there yet. No, you're right. We can have the same exact conversation next year. On uh, 2-22-23. That is not there yet. And that's okay. As long as you continue to see improvement year over year. Yeah. I 100% believe that. And I said the same thing for the previous regime. Um there were things outside of my control that made that go wrong, but I'm going to stick to it with this one as well. Here's the bad news, Ed. Yeah. The bad news is in two years, you're potentially looking at a gauntlet of the Big 12. Oh, that's that. Yeah. So maybe you don't see improvement from next year to the year after. And that can still be okay. Because you're building into a new conference. So patience is a virtue. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunately going to take a little bit with the basketball team comparatively with the football team. Because those two are going to continue to be compared as the old people, old, old basketball heads who fell in love with the program because of basketball simply don't have the patience with the basketball team because they see the success of the football team. Well, this solved well, this solved the issue that you have at Bearcats basketball games of the people in the lower bowl not standing up. Well, what solved that? The older heads leaving and the newer folks coming in. I, I hope that's a thing. I mean, I know that there's going to be a reseeding at fifth third. There's going to be a reseeding at Nipper, but it's still going to be those who have put the most into the program getting first dibs. So I don't know that that's going to change a ton with what's already because fifth third reseeded when they 
re uh, when they revamped the entire arena. Yeah, but it still comes down to the money. Correct. But yeah. how many people that are sitting in the upper bowl have put in the kind of money the people in the lower bowl have donated? Some of them can't. A lot of them can't. Correct. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless somehow I win the lottery, then we'll be down there. Don't worry. Well, but my point is, like, you're not going to see a, a ton of new people, especially at Fifth Third. Uh, but I wonder. Moving seats. My thought is, will new money, not, I would say new money. It's, now this starts to sound like a, like a class sort of thing, but like, will younger people who are now coming into money, lots of money, start taking over those seats? Maybe. Hopefully. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it. It's, I don't know, I just, obviously, and we saw this on Twitter this week, and I know that you you paid a ton more attention to it than I did, where you had students going after the people in attendance for drinking too much and for not getting into the game and for being too busy to go getting more beers and whatever. You had people getting at the student section for it only being half full. I did wonder, and I'm, this is not a shot at the UCATs or anyone, but I did wonder what happened all of a sudden. I don't know why I thought of this just Sunday, probably because I was there. Um, but what happened to all the fat heads? Like all the big heads. Remember the like the like we had used to have the Jaron Cumberland one with the him and his his the stepbrothers. COVID happened. Well, did they all just go away? I mean, they keep um, them in storage closet anywhere. There's or? a lot of generally speaking, I think you have younger kids as opposed to older uh, college fair. kids in those seats and they just haven't been around for the last two years. That's fair. Um, also a Sunday tip on a nice day at two o'clock when you, That's... when you, when you're in the sixties, you can't be surprised when kids are like, I got these free tickets, but eh. yeah, I, I, that's why I said I was surprised at the amount of people that were there because of how nice it was, you know, the, all the rain we had had to, just a couple of days before, you know, I almost, I didn't think Michelle would want to go because it was so nice out. And when I, when I told her and she's like, no, let's go. And I was like, okay, let's go. Um, you did tell me no first. And then you're like, well, I did. Well, I, I do I, want those tickets. Well, I thought he was still sick. She says he wasn't. So not sick. He just had the sniffles. It's from weather change, but um, there were a lot of people there, but yes, I did see it. There were, the student section was very empty on our side. And then over the band side, it was very, very empty. It's, it's, one, it's, it's generally pretty empty over there. And yeah, at one point, Bryce had asked if that was the student section for Temple. I don't know how you fix that on that side. Um, I know that I've reaped the benefit of that side being fairly empty. Yeah. Um, where I've been very close without a ticket in that section I in particular. Um, but no, I mean, I, I just, like I said, I, I don't know how you fix it. And I really hope I have nothing to say one way or the other, but I really mm -hmm. hope that they just tell the ushers, especially in the second half, um, unless somebody's saying somebody's sitting in my seats, just let people go and fill in the lower, especially when those games are nationally televised. That's what I was going to say. So I, I, and I don't remember what year it was. This was, uh, this was a few years ago. Um, I had gone to a game at U S bank arena 
the game was at USB Arena. I think it was only at USB Arena because it was on ESPN. Um, and a buddy and I bought seats way up top. Mm-hmm. And we sat in our seats. And before the game started, and there was nobody around us. Before the game started, this guy came up and he goes, hey, is this, are these your guys' seats? And I'm like, really? You're going you're gonna to ask if these are our seats? There's plenty of seats around us. And we're like, yeah, these are our seats. And he goes, you want floor seats? We're like, So they had, they had somebody going through the arena, getting the people from way up top, and bringing them down. We actually got four seats right behind the basket. I was like five feet away from Nick Lachey. Um, But why don't they do that anymore? Like, you want to pick up that name you just dropped? Nick Lachey? Um, <laughs> is, I, that may have been a U.S. Bank Arena thing, but, I mean, they, they do need to do that for these nationally televised games. Like, you got to bring the people down. Like, you, you have to fill in those spots or else we're going to look like an empty arena. And that was the case on Sunday. And that doesn't look good for recruits. Also doesn't look good on ESPN too, but that's, I guess, a story for another day. I have another question for you. I have a couple questions for you. Okay, shoot. Do you think some people on this team are getting selfish with their shots? I feel like you're directly pointing at Jeremiah Davenport. Yes. There was plenty of time left on the shot clock. And he shot a three from maybe a foot away from the half court line. How much time was still on the clock? There was plenty of time left. Twenty four seconds is actually the answer. On the regular, on the on the regulation clock, on the shot clock. Okay, yeah, twenty four seconds. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't look at the shot clock. I well, just knew when he shot it. So up. I was like, why? He just look, brought it across the line. Looking at the game that we watched, and. Jeremiah Davenport of any player on this team likes to yes. heat, likes to he heat, 24 points. Yes. Likes to, likes to heat check himself often. Okay. And he's made a couple of those this season. You do know that. I do, but he has, I don't think he's made enough. To, okay. Bear All with right. me. All right. I'm listening. He was at least open on that shot. albeit not a shot. I wanted him to take, but would you rather the offense that struggled to find guys getting open, continue to pass the ball around for, I don't know, 13 to 20 more seconds and throw a rush shot up? Or would you rather him just heat check? Maybe he makes it, maybe he doesn't while he's open and get it out of the way before running into something similar. Oh, I'd rather move the ball around. This is me being an old head, maybe. I'd rather move the ball around, and I'd rather try to find the good shot. the gar- Not the guaranteed shot. I mean, not all shots are guaranteed. But the shot that is more likely to go in than a half-court shot. Well, it wasn't quite half-court. It was just behind the logo. And he did two of those, actually, uh, in, in the Temple game. Um, one on either side of the arc. He was three for nine for, from threes. He was. Uh, but, again, you know, he's good for one or two of those a game. You're going to get that. That's just simply the way it is. And I think that Wes Miller's encouraged the players to take the shots that they feel comfortable with. All right. And he's he's done that a couple different times. Um, I don't love it. That's that's not the shot I want to take. But again, I'd rather take it early in the shot clock and do that than to drain twenty more seconds off the shot clock and end up with a similar shot, if not worse. Okay, so that's a no. That's an answer. That's a no. 
I don't think anybody's being selfish, I guess, is because uh, I do see them passing. Like, I don't, especially in the Wichita game. Like, if you look at it, was very different between the Wichita game and the Temple game, but Wichita's yes. not quite as long. I mean, they got Tyson Etienne kind of reminds me of, uh, oh, what's the point guard from Toronto, from the Toronto Raptors that just went to the Miami Heat this year? Um, it lets the defense off the hook, making them defend has value, even if we get a bad shot later on. As a defensive-minded player, back when I played, I I agree with that with that with that statement. You know what my favorite thing about Ohio Fifty Four is? I had never seen Ohio Fifty Four comment before the subathon on anything. I don't recall, and if I if I if it did happen, I apologize. I just don't recall. But he was he or she was very yeah. active in the subathon. Oh yeah, and like that's to see the it, part about the subathon I loved. Like to see it crossing over. It's that's it's the other nice. part of the subathon that I loved was interacting with everybody in the chat too. Like even before we came on, like some of us came on, interacting with people in the chat was so much fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody's being selfish with it. I think it just with the way that this team is set up, and when you have a team that is as long as Temple is, it's it's the passing lanes were clogged. All right. They weren't able to get that extra pass like they were against Wichita because Wichita is shorter. Um, uh, what is what is that dude's name? Uh, Lowry. Mike Lowry? No, not Mike Lowry. Uh, you talking about Mike Lowry? No, I still am not talking about Mike Lowry. The I don't point guard. The point guard from the Raptors. You know I don't watch a lot of NBA until it comes down to playoffs. I hate you. Keep I tried to. I even I'm, tried to watch the. Well, I tried to I watch tried an All Star game. I tried to filibuster so you could look it up. And Kyle. Kyle thank Lowry. You. Jesus. Thank you. I tried to filibuster so you could look it up. I was talking. I was talking about the All Star game, which was not that great. Be better, Ed. I've been better tonight. <laughs> you have been. I've been very impressed with the, what you've brought to the table. So, thank you. I, right, I let, also, me my, let me get to my other question. Well, before you oh, go any further, go ahead. I, right. I also apologize for not bringing anything to the table last week and be, basically <laughs> being under the table, if you will. That was a lot of fun. Was it? No. No. <laughs> I, the whole time I was in there praying that Jeff would like just hop on on his phone or something. Like, and, Jeff, please, please jump on, Jeff. Something. Anything. <laughs> anything. I, I did wait to, to crack the first drink. I actually did not bring one down today. I mean, I do still have some of this. I'm only on two, so Chattanooga whiskey that you guys all made faces at on Friday night, but still do it. It's fine. Um. Okay. Here's my other question, and this might be coming. One of the kids is up. This might be coming from a fan point of view. Maybe a. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I would say like Homer slash fan point of view, whatever it might Use be. Use your words, Ed. Whatever the words might be. Um, do you think that Mikey Saunders, and I know we haven't seen the production out of him this year that we were hoping to see, but do you think that this is maybe a product of him sitting on the bench when after being told at the beginning of the season that he should be a, a starter? Um, no. You don't think... Okay, so here's my thoughts, right? So when he, when he does... Use his speed to get to the hole. He, I think he overcompensates and overdoes it 
trying to get the basket because I feel like he's trying to he's trying to prove that he should be out there on the court and that he should possibly be a starter. Do you think that might be in the back of his head at all? I disagree with all of that. Okay. Um, first and foremost, looking at the two guards on this team that played the majority of the minutes, hmm? and David DeJulius and Mike Adams-Woods. Which they should. They they put up good points. Who would you give more minutes to Mikey for? Well, I mean, next year, David Julius isn't going to be there. Maybe. He still has a year of eligibility. Does he? Yes. Yeah, it feels like he's... He feels like he's... Um, what was he's that? Got, Taco got, Fall, who just never he's, left. He's, he's got the COVID year. Oh, yeah, that's right. He still has that. All right. Uh, that said... I thought the COVID year was a senior year, to be honest with you. Teams, teams have kind of figured out Mikey. He's fast, and he tends to go to the left of the rim, and that's the side he wants to lay up on. So if you clog that lane, he's either going to try and pass, and as long as you're a body in the way, he's not Jason Williams. Like, he's not making the, the crazy, or, or Jason Kidd, for that matter. Like, he's not making a crazy pass. He's just fast. And if you're up and in the way, you can either steal the ball on a an errant pass more often than not, or you block the shot as long as you got your arms up. Yeah, all right. Um, I was just hoping. I was just he hoping also does, something that was that was just like maybe he just nagging him. He hasn't shot well from three, and he doesn't really take those mid range shots at all. He had eight against Wichita, but only had two against uh, Temple. But yeah, but if you look huh. at if you look at what his shooting percentages have been, I mean, he was zero for four against Temple. Zero for three from three. They'll they'll let him stay open behind the arc. They'll dare him to shoot. He doesn't often make them. Or his two free throws. Yep, they were. And if you if you let him drive, as long as he beats everybody, which he's very capable of doing, that's great. Then you get you get two. But if there's anybody down under the hoop, especially the centers that got back or or four that got back quick, yeah. Good luck. Because he keeps yeah, trying to do fair. these keeps trying to do these acrobatic, like I'm going up and then I'm gonna do this like dish off. And he keeps getting turnovers with that. Yeah, we all wanted him to take a step forward. Yeah, I just, I, I, I just I sit there, I sit there on Sunday trying to figure out like what caused this regression. And I don't know that could it's necessarily it be of that. regression. I just think it hasn't been progression. So we view it as regression because we didn't see that step forward. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, there's tape on him now. There wasn't tape on him last year. Yeah, he, the he, he was a true freshman last year. Yep. Plus, you had COVID. <laughs> COVID. So you didn't have scouts at games. You didn't have, you know, like. Yeah, that's fair. Things are different. Um, but it's it's it sucks because I think we all wanted him to be a dude. Yeah. And Especially he, he was being compared to like Nick and everything like that, but. I think it can still get there, but I think that he has to learn how to go to the right side of the hoop. He has to improve his shooting. 
And I think some of it is confidence to your original point in this entire question. Um, but I don't think that's the end of the discussion. Gotcha. So also shout out to him for uh saying hello to my son on campus as we were driving by. I know it's kind of are we no, not Nicholas J. Van Axel. Um but uh, we saw him. He was walking with his family. It looked like back to the dorms. And my son rolled his w- down his window and just said, hi. And he turned around and smiled and said hi to him. And I just made sure to yell at the window that uh, my son was a fan, that we weren't just some weird family that was driving through campus saying hi to people. I wouldn't put it past That's fair. I've, I mean, back in the days of the Rolla, we definitely did that kind of stuff. All right. So... Super Bowl was two weeks ago. Roughly, roughly, he's closer to Lachey than Nick Van Exel. Oh no! Oh no! Mary Jessica Simpson. Um, Super Bowl was two weeks ago, and you've had a little bit of time to digest. I've had a little bit of time to digest. I'm not even sure we talked about the Bengals last week. I don't. Everything's a little gray. For we me. did. Everything's a little gray for me. That said, that said, uh, first thing on the docket for the Bengals to do, do you think they do it? Extend Jesse Bates. I think there's been some cryptic tweets. By? That sound like. Jesse? Yeah. That sound like it could have possibly happen. I think it has. To, I think it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's going to be anybody in free agency. Do you make that, him a top five? Paid safety because in the playoffs, the money <laughs> in the playoffs, he played his ass off. He did in the regular season this year, not last year. Last year, he was a top three. This year, I don't, I didn't get that same feeling. Huh. So, do um, you make him a, a top, the top, or or even the top three paid safety in the league? We have plenty of money. Uh, I hate to say this because this just sounds like this is the this is the completely wrong thing to do. This is what you this is what you don't do in business. And and Mike Brown runs this as a as a as a business. Um, but I mean, there's nobody else out there, in my opinion. Um, and he did play. His, he played his butt off last year. He gels here. Yeah, it's, people it's, like him. There's that. And that's that's a sad part. Like you don't just pay people because you like them, right? That's the Bob Castellini, oh. right? Oh. We're not oh. trading him because the we're, fans we're, like him. We're also not talking about Bob Castellini. I know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 actually I'm with Chad. I think on this one. Handshakes? No. Jesse Bates. Go ahead. You franchise tag him. So I was just about to say that. Can we franchise Chag? Fr- franchise Chag? Can we franchise Chag him? I can't even. Okay. I think you put him on a one-year prove deal because you can. Simply because you can. And even if it means you lose him next year. Uh, with Ricardo Allen retiring, you have a safety spot open. So you can draft a guy. Brian Cook! <clears throat> Sorry. Um. Both turn. We said that that was good, but you can uh, 
12 and a half million for safety. There you go. Safety tag. But it, it is the average of the top five, I believe, top five uh, people in the league at that position. You tag him, you put him on a prove it, prove it year, and find out if he is a top three guy. If he is, maybe you pay him. And if he's not, maybe you drafted a replacement. And you focus the rest of that money, to your point, on the offensive line, where yes. you have a ton of money to spend. And much like the Kansas City Chiefs did, which, truthfully, against the Bengals, it really didn't work out. And because the Bengals – because not even the Bengals, but the NFL kind of figured out the code. They, the NFL cracked the code on Patrick Mahomes this year. Stop blitzing. Send yep. send eight into coverage. Rush three. The end. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of franchise. Ch- Why can't I say that tonight? Franchise tagging him. Thank you. Um, and and I want to say making him prove it for another year, but it'd be a good business move. I don't. I don't rec- I, I, we do need we do need to focus on that offensive line and we need to focus on that on the first day of free agency yes. which is today well on on no is it no it's not today <laughs> <laughs> franchise twag clown it's it's uh, funny because I was I was reading a book the, to one of my the first day free agency was not today or we would have heard people signing everywhere what was today then not anything. Okay. First day of the um, combine, which they they burst the bubble on that. Was it the first day of the combine? On no, that definitely was not first day I'm, combine. I'm just asking. I don't know. I'm googling it. I thought today was the first day of something. Pat said today was the first day of something. <laughs> the franchise. <laughs> it's funny, dude. The <laughs> it's funny because I was reading a book to. Before Bryce, the weekend, flag. And it, I was like, that's silly wabbit. Uh, March 16th. So we still got an, almost another month, bro. Jeez. Four o'clock. Is today the first day of like the unofficial? He just said today was the first day to franchise tag. Okay. That's what it was. All right. I don't know. Aaron, do you know the answer to this one? When is the first day of the UC Pro I, Day? I don't, but Chad might. So we'll we'll wait to see, see what Chad responds. says, and we'll wait to see if he responds in the in the chat. Our stats guy. What were you going to ask me? I don't know. I don't either. Um. So yeah, obviously, offensive line is a need. I would love to see them pick up. I, I, honestly, I, I would. If you pick up a guy to take over Riley Reif's position. Riley Reef. Riley Reif. Riley Reef. Um, I know Chad says it's Reef. Um, I think you still have to have a backup better than what we've had. Better than Isaiah Prince. Better than Xavier Suofilo. Better than, like, we, we need to have some, some guys... Even if it's just one tackle in the chamber, like you've got to have somebody else. And maybe that's where you attack it through the draft. Truthfully. I, I just looked it up online. Um, 
the pro day is the 24th time to be determined chat chat also put that in the chat oh well i I looked um but yeah i think i think you can still draft a tackle even if it's first round second round um to have in the chamber but i think you have to have somebody better or maybe jonah's the guy in the chamber and you spend on two tackles i don't know um first rounder for tunsil i don't hate that i don't hate the idea either I also have heard, though, that Tunsil can be had for a second round. That was early. That was early. Early speculation. And if Tunsil at 28 years old can be had for a second round, I think you do it. Oh yeah, for sure. Or, or to Chad's point, yeah. I mean, if if it costs you the 31, trade the 31. I'm I'm in for that. But I think you're going to see some some people who maybe three years ago would never look at would never look at Cincinnati as a as a destination are all of a sudden scratching their head looking at Cincinnati like I think I asked you this question last week but you may not remember it I'm not um, sure I answered it How do you feel about the information that came out that um, the Gronk Gronk wants to come to Cincinnati if he continues to play, he would like to play with, with, uh, with Joe. How do you, how do you feel about picking that up? We don't. Somebody, I remember talking to somebody about this, and we said we don't use tight ends enough. I don't. We don't. But I don't think we have receiving tight ends. CJ's had I, some. CJ's had some fantastic games. Yeah. But if CJ's your best option at tight end for receiving, that's a tough pill to swallow. Like when you look at a Kittle, when you look at a, a Gronk, when you look at a, or at least what Gronk used to be, I don't yeah. know that he's quite there. I think you're going to have injury issues with him wherever he goes at this point, as his body has been up and down and up and down with retirement and all that. Um, when you look at, uh, I don't know, I mean, look around the league and, and who, who your top tight ends are. Uh, the, the dude from Oakland, um, Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of dudes that can do things that our tight ends cannot. Well, and that's what I think Chad says on here, uh, that Gronk blocks his ass off, which would be, he does. be nice to have. He does, and he Especially can Especially if we're trying to rebuild that O-line. It's just different. That was mine. Sorry. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it's – we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I liked, I liked the the – What's behind it is the fact that there's some dudes who have been dudes yeah. that want to be in Cincinnati, and that's, that's a joke. Crazy talk. Like we we aren't we aren't used to this. We don't know what this feels like. <laughs> we have no idea what this feels like. I mean, the only time we felt anything close to this is when Tio wanted to come to Cincinnati so he could play with Chad Johnson, and even that was uh you know the last year of to i'm not sure that we've got the best of to that year um we even did. though he he, no. he his stats were better than chad's that year oh, um, i have 54 uh, to answer your question why is houston trying to get rid of him uh, they, they're not trying to get rid of him they paid a premium for him as a matter of fact uh tunsil doesn't want to be there and a lot of people want to be in houston right now no i mean they What's their quarterback situation first and foremost? Who knows? No one knows. Um, so that's that's an issue. 
here's a question for you. This is a this is a real hard hitter, and I need you to make the correct decision on this one. Um, I have decided that I am going to get a Bengals jersey, and I want to get a Joe Burrow jersey. Okay. Do I go with the new stripes or do I go with the um with the uh the Super Bowl? Uh, the Super Bowl has the new stripes. No, actually, the Super Bowl does not have stripes. Is that the all blacked out? It's all blacked out. Um, I have seen people get the new stripes and then then sew a Super Bowl patch on. If you can get the Super Bowl one on a sale or a clearance of some sort, then you go with that one. Otherwise, like one forty. Otherwise, no, don't. I've been leaning towards the new the new stripes. Yeah, I mean, there's just not any in stock right now, and I'm I'm impatient. Um, outside of that, Ed, what, what, what other places would you like to see the Bengals make some improvements on? Right now I am just stuck on the offensive line. Like I am just, I, I'm sorry. I just seven sacks in a Super Bowl game. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to see them make some improvements along the defensive line. That'd be nice as well. Um, corner have so much money this year to, to use corner. Yeah, corner. Do you follow uh do you follow Dave Simone? Yeah. Did you see who my he... wrestling buddies, remember? <laughs> Did you see what he posted today? Dave Simone from the BCJ pod. He posted uh his free agency take. Okay. He gave he him a, a take the other night, but yeah. He wanted us to re-sign Brandon Allen, re-sign Riley Rife. Resign Quentin Spain, resign BJ Hill, resign B- Jesse Bates, resign. What did Clark he say Harris. about uh, Eli Apple? Resign Clark Harris. He didn't say anything about Eli Apple. He wanted us to add Orlando Brown at tackle, add Lakin Tomlinson at guard, add James Daniels at guard, add Carlton Davis at corner, add Patrick Peterson at corner, add Ryan Jensen at center. That's the big one I want. And add Akeem Hicks at defensive line. You do all those things. Book it. Book it. Yeah, but I, uh, this is the hard thing about it, though. And if he does, maybe, if you do that, though, you let Ogan Joby go. Yeah. Unfortunately. Can uh, we make it back to the Super Bowl next year? Sure. You can make it back to the Super Bowl next year. Will they? I don't know. But can you? Yeah. You made it. Two or three years ahead of time. That's the thing, yeah. I don't know who Andrew Norwell is, if I'm being completely honest. Ohio 54. Um, I will be doing some more research in the coming weeks as we get closer to free agency um, and finding out some more things. But Aaron loves free agency on this show. I do love free agency. Free agency and draft. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, about as much as someone else loves the uh, draft uh, trade predictor uh, for MLB. Who? Oh. Um, we don't. We don't talk about it. Not Clay. Clay. Well, Clay doesn't love the trade. He hates a trade predictor, Clay. or at least the the trade predictors that are sent to him. Clay hates those. Um. But yeah. <laughs> if we can get out of lockout, we can get Clay back on here to talk about something worth a damn. Um, I'm I'm to the point where next week we may actually have Clay on to talk about the lockout and okay. where we are with the lockout because I miss Clay very much and also I am over the lockout. Like 
Figure your shit out, MLB. Figure your shit out. Yeah. I'm going to try to see Clay when I go down to uh, Louisville for that uh, soccer tournament. Uh, Andrew Noel, Cincinnati product, Anderson High School. Okay, where where do you where is he playing right now? Uh, Panthers. No, Jacksonville Jaguars. I did see some trade um, projections today with Quentin Nelson from the Colts. I believe him to be an offensive lineman. I'm not sure guard or tackle. Um, I know he's very good. That much I do know. Uh, but people were talking about trading at least one first round, if not two first rounds, and T. Higgins. I'm like, come on, man. That's. I don't know that there's a, an offensive lineman out there that I would do yeah. that for because yeah. that hurts. That hurts the productivity of Jamar Chase. That hurts the productivity of Joey Burrow. Yeah. If you're getting rid of a piece like T. Higgins, who I don't, I don't when, like getting rid of T. Higgins. I don't like when, that thought at all. When Jamar Chase is being double teamed, who catches the ball? T. Higgins. Correct. I don't like that. Man, this guy's only 30 years old, born the same year. Damn. Norwell? Yeah. So, um, outside of that, I think we need to talk about something that happened nationally this week. If we're going to talk about the handshake line, I'm not talking about it unless Jeff's here because you've already attacked me on this. I'm not going to attack you on it. All right, go for it. All right, let's go. Let's try this. Chad, you stay off. <laughs> All right. So the the handshake heard the, the hand slap heard around the world. The face slap heard around the world. Goodness. All right. So Juan Howard tries to walk by what's the coach's name again? Bard, guard, something like that. Yeah, whatever. Tries to walk by him. Wisconsin's coach. After calling a timeout, after he called a timeout late in the up 15, late in the game with 15 15. seconds left. Yeah. Tries to walk by him. Wisconsin's coach definitely tries to have a word with him after the game. And, uh, you know, Juan Howard didn't want to have that word. All of a sudden, they're pointing fingers, grabbing shirts, grabbing arms at each other. Uh, Juwan Howard pulls down his mask, which apparently is a automatic one-game suspension. If you pull your mask down during a game, it's automatically a one-game suspension. Even though all the coaches have the masks, they're they're wearing chin diapers. The whole none of them those, wear their damn masks. They all the, sit right down here. I was gonna say for those for those coaches still wearing masks at this point. Yeah, they're all, think, they're all chin diapers. I don't think Wes wears one. No, he doesn't. That's he has it. Like this is always this is always the coaches during the game, like right there. Because you know, no one's gonna hear you with a piece of cloth in front of your face. Um. <laughs> so some pushing and some shoving happens. Uh, then the players come in to try to defend their 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 coaches. Vote um, would go to war. <laughs> vote. Votes tweets that he'd go to war for his boys, but somehow ends up without even trying, ends up from one side of the scrum to the other side of the scrum, uh, just gets pushed over there. I don't know how a seven footer gets pushed. He would uh, go to war. He would go to war. Well, send him over to Ukraine. No, don't do that. That was mean. Um, but so now, now people are talking about, you know, it's a, it, you know, 
a fight prevails. Uh, ESPN better play this for the rest of the week. Um, they better play it every time Wait, I Michigan you, plays Wisconsin. I want to ask it, you the first thing I asked Chad, though. Why are so many people running out here with, he punched him in the face? We didn't punch him. He definitely smacked him and then put his fist together. I thought that was the weirdest move ever when I saw it. Like he was definitely like a, a reach over. Like he wanted to grab him by who was it? Grab his head. That? There used to be a wrestler that would grab somebody by his face and then it, instead of a choke slam, it was like a face slam. And he would face. I don't remember who it was, but it was more like that. Um. Anyways, fight ensues. Uh, if you watch the alternative angle that Barstool tweeted, much better. There's just one player who. You know, during the fight, he's like, I just want to sing varsity. I just want to sing varsity. Let's just go sing varsity. Security keeps stopping him. No, no, we're just going to go sing varsity, guys. Weird. Um, but so now we're talking about. Which happened to be the same. Were they playing in Wisconsin or were they playing in Michigan? Uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. So now we're talking about. There's some. There's some people talking about abolishing the the handshake line um i was kind of on that boat until i heard tom Izzo today where tom Izzo said um and i'm paraphrasing here um we've already told these boys that it's okay that if they don't want to go to class they don't have to if they don't like the way they're being coached they can leave we're already telling them all this and now we're telling them that when they get smacked in the mouth they're not allowed to give the they're not they don't have to give the other team respect tom Tom Izzo's an old head who's very mad about the new rules. I agree with him. He's very mad about the new rules. He doesn't like he doesn't like the transfer portal. Okay. Because what coach does? No, no coaches no, do. No, no. Well, Wes Miller's going to love it this year, but a lot of other coaches are going to hate it. Many coaches don't like the, the transfer portal. Right. Wes Miller's going to love it. Well, they, no, I take that back. Coaches like it when it works for them. Oh, yeah. Coaches hate it when it doesn't work for them. Coaches like it when they get a good player in the transfer portal and their sponsors, you know, they're a little bit money that way. And IL deals and what have you. Yeah. Sure. Oh, hey, yeah. You want to go advertise for the Jeep dealership? <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> and I understand your point of view of this and and you can give it in just a second but your point of view what you're going to tell me is that oh we don't they don't do it in football and they don't do it in, in baseball and but here's the thing though and i know this has happened a few times when a team does get their butt handed to them in football and the players don't go show respect in hand handshake or whatever which they don't have to because there's no handshake line right. they're also on different different sides of the field um they usually do put that camera on that player and they usually say, Hey, that guy didn't go show respect. Especially if it's a big name player. But that's because it's been ingrained. If it's taken away, and you get rid of that. But why take it away? Why keep doing something that's antiquated? It's just because two grown ass men couldn't keep their couldn't keep their 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 emotions okay. in check that now well, we can't why? Why do we do it at the collegiate level and not at the NBA level? Because if LeBron James is done, pretty much the, do. If the maybe sometimes if you're doing a jersey swap, but if you just want to go to the locker room, you go to the locker room and nobody says a word at the so NBA. By the way, level. did you know these players get charged for those jersey swaps? 
I did not know that. Yeah, Pat McAfee keeps bringing that up, that if he were to do a jersey swap, Indy would have charged him for that jersey. That's dumb. Yeah. It's not like they don't have a whole bunch of them sitting in the back room well, somewhere. I also can't imagine they actually wash those jerseys. I think it's because they can't... Can't sell them. There it is. There it is. The Reds would be you know the, the Reds it's, grab those jerseys, authenticate them, and throw them up on the website for four hundred dollars right at away. At that point, I'm, I'm sure it's a drop in the bucket. If we're being honest, because yeah. well, for them, yeah. Well, I mean, unless you got you know, Pat McAfee's money is a little bit different than Peyton Manning's oh, money. His his money is a little bit different, but also um, the 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 return would be different. Yeah. But I don't, dude. I. I don't know. I mean, again, like it's antiquated. All things being simple, it's antiquated. Simply because again, you don't have this happening at the NBA level. You don't do it in the NFL. You don't do it in in college football even. I mean, can you imagine lining up 100 players on one side? No. And you shouldn't with football. on each bench for Plus, plus, just think about where your emotions are after you just went just full warrior mode. That's the other part I get back to. So so I'm going to tell the story again. Uh, And I know you love this story. And I know Clay loves this story. You've not actually said this story on a podcast, though. So please. All right. So in high school, um, I went to go block a guy's shot. And both of our feet got tangled up in the air. And he fell to the ground. I didn't. Um, I ran out to the other side of the court uh, to play offense. And um, as I turned around, he was charging at me full bore, wraps his arms around me, tries to tackle me to the ground. And I took him and threw him to the ground, gave him the crotch chop. And then he got ejected from the game. <laughs> it was the first thing I could think of doing. I didn't know what else to do. My before, you go any, before you go any further in this story, let's go back to the Let's go back to the Michigan Wisconsin game. This is why this story fits so well with that game. <laughs> and let's talk about the crotch chop. The coach, which, which again, we bring back Chris Vote. So we're still being relevant with things Cincinnati. Who's there. the one? Who's the one there to be like, nah, coach, that ain't it. For the guy who wants to go to war for his boys. It was great, I thought. Pushes back the crotch chop. First off, do we need more crotch chops in, in college sports? Yes. All right, then you cannot tell me that we need more handshakes. I can. No, no. Th- one of these things is not like the other. One of these things is like the other. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. You cannot encourage <laughs> <laughs> so so here we are wisconsin's coach i just want, and it, I just want to point out chris vote is the only number you can see here right here number 33 all upset because it's, it's not 33 day hit, hit play all right so he waves bye-bye turns around and then boom hits him with a crotch shot wave bye-bye says some shit turns around boom hits him with a crotch shot i love it Go to war for his boys. Chris is all the way over here, though. And the fight's all the way over here. How does that work? I can't. And right, this so, is the player right here who just wanted to sing varsity, I think. I think that's I, 
I thought that was a coach. I couldn't tell. The haircuts are all the same. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but, but uh, Wisconsin is is yeah. actually the reason. Um, but but go on. That you, you all right? So, so you, then you hit, I, a, you hit a kid in so high I, school with a crash. So yeah, emotions get high. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do with myself, right? Because I'm like, like this guy just tried to tackle I, me. Do you, remember, bear, do you remember? Bear, do you remember? Bear, no. Bear in mind that this is the the wwe attitude era where degeneration x which is where you got the crotch chop from well yeah i mean nobody nobody's gonna throw me two beers on the court so i can smash them together and i've never seen you do a crotch chop oh man i certainly didn't go to that game clearly if i did i would i didn't play for the high school team I i was gonna say yes you did you played no i tried out for the high school team you never made it i got cut day two Actually, I thought you Orth? made it. Fr- was that fresh- the coach Orth? Tommy Orth, yeah. Yeah, no, he asked me the first day of tryouts what the hell I was doing there. Mayhaw, <laughs> what, are you- <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm here to co- try out, coach. All right. I thought you made freshman. Oh no, no, that was that was not me. JB, I was not. No, 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 no. Not none. Not- I didn't. I didn't even make the bench. I had no idea about this. I got now. cut day two. I, I have a whole cut. new level to make fun of you now when you That's ever fine. talk about basketball. That's fine. Anyways, in that game, after that happened, after I hit the guy with the crotch chop, um, he gets ejected. Um, I get told not to do the crotch chop again. Okay. Um, I go on and have actually a really good game. I had a couple threes in that game, which I don't, I'm not I'm not a three-pointer. All right. I'm I'm a I'm a power power forward. But I shot him. Uh I actually did the the rain after I shot it. Uh anyways. After the game, we're doing the handshake line. Our tall guy, Chris, if you remember Chris from high school, he's behind me. I don't remember anybody from your rec league league team. All right. So anyways, so he's behind me. One of their their players checks my shoulder and says, you ever touch my boy like that again? And something. I don't know. He says something, right? So I said some shit, probably some kind of degeneration X shit. You know, I just ran my mouth to him. Color but me shocked. Chris is behind me though, and Chris is like, "Go get him, go get him." So I ran after him, uh, threw threw a punch that did not connect, and um, and then I got pulled out by my coach and sat in hallway. And I got I got it suspended for a game. Um, I wasn't even allowed. I wanted to come in with a suit on and just sit on the bench. I wasn't even allowed in. I sat in the parking lot in my truck, uh, waiting for the game. Waiting for well, thinking about all the mistakes you've made. I mean, yeah, it's fine. All right, so, so if a, if we didn't have the handshake line, that wouldn't have happened, and I would have had a perfect game streak throughout my whole career of basketball. So that got ruined. If you so, didn't have the handshake line, I so understand that. I, but I also, you, I want to take you back to. Savior Cincinnati. We lost. We lost three listeners during that story. I can't imagine why. Yeah. Where were we at right now? Okay, so seven. But <laughs> that was not. Um, that was a handshake line. Well, so you, you, you were, you, you know this story. Mick Cronin. J- oh, you're talking about that story. Okay. JP McCura. There's a handshake. JP McCara should just keep his mouth shut and not tell people to fuck off. And some things were said. I don't think he told him to fuck off. 
What do you tell him to do? Um, believe the rumor is I told him to suck his dick. Oh, okay. We're live on Facebook. Um, but that happens. I said, uh, fuck up. Well, come on, man. Like, I, was, say that. I, say? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, we lost another. another that's why, that's why, that's why Mick was so mad. Well, I would be mad about that. I would have definitely done a couple crotch chops at that. But that's why there was altercation between yeah, but this any, is the same thing. Any JP, but you don't have that opportunity to tell a coach that if you're not in that line again. But there's, there's how many? No, that was two Holloway. Ah. Know. Regardless, there there Regardless. was a player. J, JP did tell him to fuck off. You're right. Apparently, thank you. It was two Holloways. <laughs> I listened to the nightcap last night. Anyways, uh, we didn't mention any names or players last no, night. I know, but you're welcome. Um, but if you, th- how many handshake lines go down in a single day in college basketball? When you're playing a physical game, it shouldn't be required. Like. You really should just be like, both teams got to go. Like, we got to go. I, 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 I stand on this hill, man. That's fine. We can agree we can, to disagree sure. on this one because, and we'll see where this goes because who knows where this goes from here. This just really feels like a we need to play this on a neutral court game. Well, uh, scenario back in the, the crosstown shootout. At the end of the day, if if we're looking at the broad. If we're going bigger picture than just college basketball and we're looking at all things right now everything's so divisive that everybody feels that they have a voice that has to be said whenever you want to say it the end and i'm concerned when you're doing these types of lines that somebody feels like something has to be said just simply because they have a voice and I don't know that this is going to go anywhere as we continue to get into an era of kids that have. Okay, but let me let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. So this is where this is where our coaches are supposed to be teaching the players to be men, right? So at, at what point do you tell your players you keep your mouth shut in the hand handshake line unless well, you're saying good game, whatever? Old right? man yelling at clouds gif is handshake line supporters. <laughs> 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 you can post that you can put it on the that's that's fine i that's that's fine that's fine what was i gonna say anyways in the real world if we're if we're if we're teaching these people to be men and be preparing for the real world and women um then you have to teach them that that's not you can't just you just can't say what's on your mind you just can't do it i worked at customer service on phones for 10 9 so are we uh, a lot of are, years? Are we canceling Twitter? It's a little bit different. Is it? But do you know how many people it's the told same. me? Do you know how many people told me to go f myself on the phone? Do you know how many people told me to that my mom was a, uh, a, a that I was a crack baby? Do you know how many people told me they were come do burnouts on my on my face with their motorcycle? Like a lot of people said they were going to come do this, but did I go tell them to f off on the phone? No, because that's my job. I can't I can't tell somebody to f off on the phone. So there's also you, a different expectation though. If you are a coach, like even if you're a coach at any level where if you get into it in actual altercation, first and foremost, we all know as a coach or a player for that matter, you're not going to have assault or battery charges more often than not. It's just going to be, there was, there was, a he fu- almost did. 
unless you're using a helmet or something crazy, like you're, you're, you're like just going fisticuffs. You know what I mean? Like, or, or taking a man's face and moving it with your, with the palm of your hand. If you remember the Dylan Panthers bus did get pulled over after a fight and opposing, I'm just saying that's, that's TV. Come on, man. Texas forever. Uh, but but my point is, you, some of these things kind of come with expectations to where there's going to be altercations from time to time. It's not often, and it's not. No, that's inappropriate at this point in the conversation. You should have done that like seven minutes. Ago. Forgot it was there. Forgot it was there. I hate you. Um. What were you gonna say? I quit. I think I won. You don't win. It's we, the fa- it's the fact of beers. No, 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 no. I told him to stay out. I told him to stay off of this one. Chad, is he coming in? We did get uh, just. Uh, I didn't feel like typing this out. We did get another uh, referee incident tonight. I did see that with our good friend Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley was kicked out of the game for pumping up the crowd. <laughs> friend, he did, he got friend of Cincinnati, goal. right? I mean, uh, not necessarily friend of the Bearcats, but friend of friend Cincinnati. Brendel, first off. Uh, and one of the biggest Cincinnati Bengals fans on the planet. If you think you're a big Bengals fan, you're not as big a Bengals fan as Dan Hurley. I can guarantee you that. How's your voice? It's It's okay. Like I, I just didn't want to take it from okay to like terrible. Don't do too much. Play this. He had just gotten a technical. High five. He does this. He does this, and then gets his second second technical and is ejected. That's all he did. That's, That's all he did. That's he weak. turned to the crowd and gave him one of these, and got ejected. James Breeding. Remember me going off on James Breeding a couple weeks ago? I how hate terrible that guy is. I hate Connecticut. And that's weak. I love. Didn't James Connecticut Carlin. just have two, like a former player that was at the James game? Book night this weekend was kicked out. Yeah. For, I guess, he went he, into the like, student section. Yeah. I guess he was like during a timeout, he was up and on his phone, like standing on the court. Yeah. And he got kicked out. And just went to the student section and was like, "Fuck you." I'm a big Dan Hurley fan, especially. Oh, after, I was a I was a Dan Hurley fan before that. All right, but after that, I'm a big Dan Hurley fan. I'm not a big Dan Hurley anything. No, I am the biggest Dan Hurley stan on the planet because that's, I know him. Like right. I'm, I'm friends with him. And he is an fine. awesome human. I, awesome I, human. He seems I won't, like I won't awesome take human. that away from him. It's the fact that he's a Yukon guy that I just. Okay. Every th- Mike Rayfeld know, was a UConn guy. Did you hate uh, Mike Rayfeld? No. When he went never. to work for Dan Hurley. But when he came back, everything changed. And if um, anybody said they had hated Mike Rayfeld, if, if Aaron said that, it had nothing to do with me. Mike, please do not come after me. Anyway, uh, I'll on, point on a, Aaron on, out. On a, on next a tense, time I see Mike, yeah. Record on that a, for on me, a, please. On a tenth, I'm never with you in the basketball. <laughs> anyway. Never say never. You I'll were in those like, never say never. On, on, a, on a ten scale, when you have something to do with, 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 UConn, you lose five points automatic. So that's that's not on me. I hate UConn, 
but I love Dan Hurley. Like that guy is I as liked, good as it gets. I liked Boatwright, and Boatwright lost five points because he had anything to do with UConn. <laughs> but yeah, he got he got kicked out literally for waving his arms to the crowd because technically by NCAA rules, you are not allowed to incite the crowd to be angry at the officials. And that's why uh, James Breeding kicked him out. Fuck James Breeding. (laughs) Sucks so bad. That was the other thing that happened this weekend. Um, Speaking of pump up the crowd, uh, as they're playing uh, pump it up in the, uh, in the arena, Bryce was standing in the aisleways doing the floss. And they, the camera wouldn't come up that way. It was during the dance cam. That's not the dance. Does. The dance for pump it up is pump it up. You gotta raise the roof. It's like a like closed fist, raise the roof. Like Ed's doing right now. This was the GTA dance. The GTA. I was gonna say like Jim like, Tan Laundry. Jim Tan yeah. Laundry. Yeah. That but that was one hand. Pump it up is two hands. All right. Hats off to our friend Brady Collins. Yes. Um, who was part of making that a thing. Also, kind enough to grace us with his presence last night. If you didn't hear the BBP. We get so much. Like, it's amazing when you really look at how much content we get from people that matter. <laughs> so many podcasts <laughs> are just people that don't, like, don't fucking matter. Like, we don't matter. We have guests that, like, matter. Like, regularly. And yeah. it's... It blows my mind. Yeah. Something else I was going to look up. Um, Ed, is there anything else you have on the uh, the handshakes? Because I, I believe I won that argument. But, uh, you didn't win that argument. I did. Uh, but uh, no, keep that. the handshakes and make make them have it's humility. Let, let 13-year-olds continue handshake lines and sure. let 21-year-olds just go back to the locker room. Doesn't I mean, go be angry. Come yeah. back next week. Next game. Whatever. Agree to disagree. That's fine. Um, I don't want to touch on anything baseball until the lockout's over because there's nothing to touch on. Agreed. Uh, there were new hats. I saw them at the lid store um yesterday, uh, before they were announced online. Um, I do like them, uh, but I was not going to give any money to the owners. Did you, see, did you until... see them in real life? Yes, real life. Okay, so I had one in my hand. The trucker hat is for is for everyone real life. For, well, for everyone, I remember being a trucker hat though. I was gonna say it looks like a trucker hat meshed back, and you said it didn't look like a trucker hat. No, it didn't look like a trucker hat in my hands. Might have been a flex fit. Some of the flex flex fits look flex like fit. truckers because they've got the the air, the the breathable back. They just yeah. don't have the snap. They have the stretch. I think it was a flex fit. Well, they're selling them by the uh, by the inch, so I don't know that that's the case. But in any way, um, do you have your minute ready? Oh uh, no, I don't. Crap. Uh, I mean, bum bum Ed, bum. Ed, even, if, even if you watch WWE this week. There was a big. I even. Saw I did this. see. I did see on Raw. I did see that um, uh, the Miz uh, came out against uh, you know having a conversation with Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio Jr. said he had a tag team partner and ended up being was it Jake Paul? Uh-huh. Jake Paul. 
So is he a fighter now? He's, He's trying to make surfer. Just trying to make money, bro. I'll tell you who I've become a huge fan of um, over the last week, and maybe it's just his personality. Maybe maybe it's not his wrestling or anything. It's personality, but uh, I think I said this last week, but you don't remember. Uh, Pat McAfee <laughs> had um, Brock Lesnar on. That guy is hilarious. And I'm like, I'm a fan of his, like, if he's in the ring and he acts the way that he did on the Pat McAfee show. Let's, let's, let's put a little teaser out there. Chad. Right. Yeah. Your, your, your stepbrother. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Is, is a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And at what level? Um, indie level, like he, he does some TV shows. Um, he's done some like dark matches with AEW. Yeah, he was on AEW's uh, uh, YouTube show. Yeah. So like the, like the the step below like TV level is what I would say. So what I would say is, reach out to him and and find out what Tuesday he can make work, if any. And okay, if not, oh yeah, I'll get him to make it work. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe he's wrestling on Tuesday nights. I don't know. Uh, Usually weekends. Usually weekends. Okay. Then we will we will see about having the guy who shotgunned. He he made the the shotgunning of Skyline a thing. And now everybody's like that was my stepbrother. Everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna shotgun a skyline. Then everybody started doing it. Yeah. Um that was that was a thing that that capitulated shortly thereafter. The hell does that mean? My stepbrother was was the originator of of this. That's correct. Ed, just look up Lord Crew, Lord Crew, capitulated, 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 capitulated. Starting with a C, Jesus. I'll take a C. See what I'm dealing with. Ed is smart. Ed is smart. We have to wait for him to figure out how to like how to go through the so Google. Capitulated ringer. isn't coming up. It's capitulate. I can't imagine you're spelling it right. C A. What's capitulate? Cease to resist an opponent or an unwelcome demand. Surrender. Past tense. Oh, here's capitulated. <laughs> Defer, relent, submit, succumb. Yeah, the people followed in his tracks. Why can't we just say people followed in his tracks? So use um, one word to describe four words. You I'm, writers. I'm, I'm better with words than Aaron. You writers. I use the word. I know, but I... I do you realize newspapers write at a fifth grade level for Ed, right? I don't read the newspaper, especially the part. Yeah, because they write at a level you're you're at a third grade level. They write at a fifth. All right. <laughs> also, I had this. I was reading uh, Captain Underpants to my son tonight, um, and I had this uh, urge to get my uh, Mankind biography book out and read that again. All right, Ed. You're no really you're really standing strong that. against this whole third fifth grade level. Yeah, writing. no one's surprised by any of that. Ed, do you have anything else for the people? Do you have a um, bum of the week? I mean, if we're going to have a bum of the week, it's going to be that ref for throw, for ejecting Dan Hurley. James Breeding sucks. That guy's a fucking clown. My bum also, of the week. 
Aaron, how, how, I've got a bum of the week. How how play how play well the music you know the, play 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 the bum of the week. Oh, just, I don't have just, that loaded in here. You know I don't have that loaded in here. How 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 one job. We haven't done a bum of the week in in months. Always have it ready. Oh, okay, well, I'll make sure it's in there for next week. Um, how well do you know the people who sit to the left of you? Me? Yeah. None. At the games. Zero. All right, she's I didn't like those people. She's the bum of the week. <laughs> there's, uh, people, my... there's people leaving with 10 seconds left in the game, and she's yelling at them, calling them all Fairweather fans. That's not the normal people that sit by me. I promise you that. Um, somebody else gave their tickets away. My bum of the week is Juwan Howard for not going closed fist and instead slapping. That's fair. I could go with that one too. I think he got more impact. Do you re- do you realize how big Juwan's ha- Juwan Howard's hand? I mean, is? that's a, that's a big hand. I get that. Yeah, I'm, his so, hand is like definitely bigger than mine. Open hand is going to do a lot more surface damage. Then close fist. If you're gonna get suspended for the rest of the year, though, go close fist. I tell okay, you, yeah. yeah, get the big, get the big bang out. Of your I guess that's wh- where I'm at. He's yeah, gonna have to come in from a different angle. Like when you look at Yancey Gates and his closed fist, that was straight line jab. I, Jawan I Howard was gonna have to deliver an overhand awkward cross with like eight people in the way. I think open hand, Jawan Howard, six ten. 270 pounds is probably more effective than Jawan Howard closed fist over all those people. I just think it's a bitch move for the NCAA a, to suspend him for an open hand slap. Like I mean, the big 10 did it. You, you should, you should, well, whoever did, uh, you should suspend the coach for, for being a bitch and, and getting an open hand slap. Like just sorry. Like that's, that's on you. Um, but just, it should have been, I don't know, the whole se- the rest of the season, five games. Come on, it, man. You want you want to hear my other bum of the week, Ed? Yeah. Aaron's current setup because I feel like I constantly have to pee now. <laughs> Aaron, I did because of the ambient noise. <laughs> yeah, because of the fish tank. I feel like I've constantly got to take a piss. You're welcome. <laughs> I did find. Um... I did Bit. find video hey. footage of us being hey. some of the only people. What? I, I do want to interrupt. We we had a comment from T. Win. Nah, bitch, slapping is more punishing on the other guy's reputation. Oh yeah, I you also, got slapped. I also what did were, the five fingers say to the face. I also want to bring this up because T. Win was one of the people from the subathon who came in my DMs. To tell me all about the fact that I, I don't know anything about any of this. Um, I need you to look into this so you can explain to me like a like a five year old. Is he the one that called me a boomer? No, 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 no. This oh. is the one that, that told me like yes, actually yes, yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, we need Chad to be less of a boomer. You son of a! I am a boomer. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Ed, I I need to know more about uh what, what this this metadata and and how how this all works with this uh metaverse social blade Google social blade and you will be able to tell me something to do with like 
uh, hashtags and something to do with how, how I how we can all ourselves yeah, yeah. Chat, on, time out. chat as is, well. This can't be good. I typed in social blade, and the first thing that came hold on something to do with social blade to where that's that's this is how we can what better is social blade unis anus. Oh no! See, T wins oh, getting no. us into weird shit. Uh, let's see, Social Blade, About YouTube, Twitch, and, Twitter, and Instagram statistics. Social Blade. Yeah, I was what they were going for was a basically telling me that we needed somebody to help us out with uh, um, our our social media. Download Social Blade Social Blade on Chrome extensions. That's what they're telling it's us. It's not going to make me less of a boomer. No, but it's going to help us. It's going to help us with uh, getting people with their with their um, the oh timestamps, y'all. Oh, we could see now that if people have oh, see, Ed, Ed's got a a social media boner apparently. So this is where we end it for for Ed Mayo for for Chad Brendel. I don't know that we're going anywhere further with this. Hey, T Win. <laughs> he mad no no that's not how we do it anymore chad we do the crotch chop oh no i'm bringing back the no we bring back the crotch chop you just had a beer italian we had a beer it's fine you said that because you don't understand verification that's so accurate no i understand verification i just don't want anything to do with it we're I'm working on it journal getting verified ohio 54 we're, with it. we're working on timestamps, y'all we are ranked Two million four hundred and forty-seven thousandth, four hundred and fifty-second in follower rankings. You just downloaded Social Blade. Uh, no, I just typed our name in on Twitter, and we're we're figuring it out. T win. Thank you for bringing things into our world that we have no idea what we're. March fourteenth is when we created our profile. Uh... <laughs> Laugh aloud, Chad. To... Yeah, I'm old <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> You're fucking right. I'm old as fuck. You're right. You're right. T wins my new best friend. I love. Well, it. somebody also brought up, and Chad, you you talked about it on um, the subathon. I am going to do a little bit of research on how to do a podcast in the metaverse because I feel like that would be fun. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, Can't like wait. we get like, can we get a stage set up and do like a a hosted podcast in the metaverse? I where think people we can come join and watch. I think we can. Can't. Wait. I want to do that. Yeah. You let me know, and I'll get the I'll get my Oculus or whatever that I need. All right, so for Chad Brendel, for Big 12 Ed, a.k.a. the self-proclaimed best producer in the city. Some of us have other ideas. Fuck T. Win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Thank you At least to I didn't all decide of... to hashtag subathon for my contest. Thank you to all of those who joined us, and we'll see you next week. Part of the punctuation. See ya! <laughs>